You've survived the worst. Trauma, loss, rejection. The reality is, your pain can be a crutch, or it can be the thing that launches you. You're listening to the Purpose Through Pain podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you experience true freedom and breakthrough. Tune in each week as guests share their incredible life lessons from their personal stories and hear from experts who can give you the tools you need to stop surviving and start thriving. Here to help you find purpose through your pain is your host, Joseph James. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another podcast, Purpose Through Pain. I am your host, Joseph James. Something very important that I want to talk to you today in your healing journey and our here healing journey is I think is one of the most key elements to any type of healing journey and something that's definitely forgot about, something that's definitely neglected that I have seen in not only my years of ministry and working with people, but then also uh, myself and realizing things that I had not let go, so to say. And it wasn't even so much about letting the the memory go or letting the hurt or pain go, but ultimately forgiveness, whether it's forgiving somebody else or whether it is forgiving you. That's one thing that we do not do in our healing journey is we sometimes we don't even think about it. It's not about like we purposely don't do it. It's that we sometimes just totally forget about forgiving ourselves is part of our healing. It's part of it. We go through certain things. We are traumatized. We are abandoned. We are neglected. We're rejected. We're painfully hurt emotionally, physically, um, sexually, and we blame ourselves. We're very quick to blame ourselves. But one of the things that we're not so quick to do is healing ourselves. And so I want to talk to you today about a few things, a few tips in forgiving yourself. And, you know, the the relationship we have with ourselves reflects in every relationship we have. Our model of a relationship uh, stems from our parents. Okay, it's the first relationship that we ever see. It's the first relationship that we ever experience. And for a lot of people, especially going from maybe not so much a, a great familyhood, but when they go into a serious relationship, young adults or even marriage, they, the only model they've ever seen is what their parents have shown. So if their parents are divorced young, they think that divorce, they could think that divorce is completely acceptable. If there was abuse in the relationship, then they think that that's part of marriage. If there's a lack of uh, emotional connection, dad sleeping on the couch, mom sleeping in the bed, they think that that can be normal. And so we, uh, so for most people, not everyone, but for a lot of people, our view of a relationship is distorted from the very get-go because it's based off of our parents. And so uh, we model after that behavior. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine not too long ago that the, the one of the first relationships that she ever was in is this guy never told her uh, he loved her, never showed any type of physical touch, never held her hand, never hugged her. And for a long time, they were together for, I think, well over a year, year and a half, is she thought this was what a relationship was because she never saw that in her own family. She never saw that from her dad and mom. And so this became not necessarily a pattern behavior for her, but this is something that she accepted because that's what she thought was supposed to happen. In, in the midst of all things, when we when we get into relationships, when we have pain, Pain and trauma can turn into shame, okay? We realize that 
relationships aren't supposed to be that way. And all of a sudden shame sets in. I can't believe I wasted all this time. I feel shameful. And so when we feel shame, we cannot forgive ourselves from our past. Well, I want you to understand that you are not your past behavior. You're not your past behavior. We cannot forgive ourselves when we project our pain onto others. When we're in a situation, we have to know and understand and recognize that you did what you did because of XYZ. And it really doesn't matter what XYZ is. Every Everybody's XYZ is going to be different. For this particular person I was talking about is she was modeling what she felt was love or what was given to her as what she was shown from her parents. That's not her fault. That's not her fault at all. So she can't, let's say a year was where was quote unquote wasted. She can't look at herself and say, I, I wasted or I regret that time that I was with that individual because I should have known better. No, you shouldn't have known better. No, you shouldn't have known because you were not giving enough information to know better. Now, if I try to, let's say, build an airplane and I try to jump off a, a skyscraper with just some some sticks and some you know cloth that's woven together and try to flap my wings you know or flap my arms hoping that I fly well I know better because I have nothing to keep me airborne I have no power I have nothing to allow air to flow underneath me and the reason why I know that because training to be a pilot okay so I know that information. All right. But when you're giving, if I had never saw a plane in my life and I have never saw any type of videos, I've never stepped foot in a plane, never did anything, then yes, my imagination might allow me to run around my backyard um, flapping my arms like if I'm a bird or trying to jump off the bed as a kid thinking that I could fly. Ultimately, I'm not my past behavior. Okay. I am not what I was given information of. And that's, that's a, a second point. So my first point is, is you're not your past behavior. You are not what you have done. That's not something we should dictate our lives by. We judge and shame others as a distraction from our own fractured relationships with others, with ourselves. Okay. We judge and shame others as a distraction from our own fractured relationship with ourselves. I want you to think about that for a second. We're shaming other people. We're judging other people as a distraction from our own fractured relationship from us, our fractured relationship within ourselves, based off of what? So my second point is doing the best I can do with the information that I have. If this person, my particular friend, and, and, and this goes on for uh, so many other people, is, and I'll even talk about myself, later on in the, the, the years of my parents' marriage, my dad slept on the couch. And the thing that my mom kept always saying, or that dad kept on always saying is he snores loud. He gets up at 4.30 in the morning to go to work and he doesn't want to wake up mom. Mom sleeps very gently. So when dad snores, she can't get sleep. And that's what they ultimately told us. So yes, that became a model that it was completely okay for the husband or a spouse for any, for that matter, to not sleep in the same room, in the same bed as the other spouse, as their partner. And so if I would have gone into a relationship thinking that that was acceptable, then all I'm doing is my best based off of the information that I was given. However, as I begin to get in relationships before I was ever married or when I became married, I knew that that's not something that I wanted. So I always made sure that I was in bed, that I was going to bed, that we slept in the same bed, okay? 
And regardless of that information that I was given, I was still doing the best that I could. Now, there was a lot of other information that I wasn't given when it comes to a relationship, okay? How to properly love on somebody, how to properly do things. Now, my dad taught us chivalry, okay? So opening the door for people, for for women especially, uh, closing the door behind them. And even though he modeled some of that, there was a lot of things that he did not model. I grew up in a very abusive home. My dad was very abusive to, to my mother, to my siblings, myself. That's something because I didn't like the pain of it that I knew that I was never going to do. But when it came to a lot of other things within the relationship, I didn't have the best of information. I didn't know how to properly treat someone. I didn't know how to properly do things. So I was doing the best I can do with the information that I have. Okay. So when you're in situations, you know, when, when, when things happen, our true nature is to love. It's loving acceptance. It's conscious awareness. Okay. So when we are in a relationship, when we are doing something in life, whether it's business, whether it's with getting married, whether it's a father or mothership, you know, uh, being a mother, you know, we do the best that we can with what we have. All right. I have not been the best father. I'll I'll give a prime example. This is something I've recently gone through some uh, therapeutic um, uh, modalities with is when my wife passed away. I'm now a father of three kids, a 10-year-old, a 8-year-old, and a 1-year-old. And I had no idea what to do. Now, I knew about parenting, but is there really a book on how to parent your children through the loss of their mother? Well, there's lots of books out there on grieving, but how did I know that any of those books were going to work specifically for me? I I didn't. And still to this day, I, I don't. Okay, They can give me tips and they can give me information. But I cannot, I I look back at those situations and I cannot beat myself up about what I did simply because of I did the best with the information that I had. Now, as time has gone on, I have studied, I have become more aware. I look at what I did. I'm like, okay, well, I don't definitely don't want to do those things again. I need to change those things. All right. So going back to the couple steps, number one is I am not my past behavior. What I did two years ago with my children right after my wife passed away is I'm not that person anymore. Regardless if I didn't change, I'm not that individual. I cannot sit there and say I still the same person because I'm not. Now, I've chosen to do a lot of growth, personal development, personal growth, business growth, uh, seeking out myself. But even if I would have not had done any of those things, I'm still not my past behavior because my past behavior is where? It's behind me. I did the best I did. Number two, I do the best I can do with the information that I have. Number three is this right here. And this is where this is an affirmation for us, okay, is being proud of who you are becoming. And what I mean by that is in the midst of going through pain, in the midst of going through depression, in the midst of going through trauma, shame, awkwardness, developing yourself, realizing you know, your past mistakes, be proud of who you're becoming. Be proud of those things. Be proud of the journey that you're walking on. Be proud of the mistakes that you've made. Be proud of what you no longer do and what you're choosing to do now. Okay. So that's number, that's number three. Number four is love every part of yourself love every part of yourself. And I'm not just talking about the physical. The physical is a very small element of it. Love every part of yourself so that you can grow 
in what you're doing. Feel the shame. Feel the deep sadness. Love those parts. It's okay. Embrace them. Listen, I, I'm here to tell you somebody that's gone through a lot of trauma in the last couple of years of their life, but also even resurfaced trauma or resurfaced memories that were trauma related throughout my whole entire life. I'm uh, be 43 in the next couple of months, next couple of weeks, actually. Hey, I've dealt with trauma and neglect and rejection my whole entire life from as, from as young as I can possibly remember. Okay. I have to know and understand that just because I felt shameful, being bullied, being made fun of, uh, not fitting in, being picked last on the baseball team or the football teams, or you know, constantly looked at for you know for wearing thick glasses. I have to know and understand that even with all the deep sadness, even with all the shame, even with all the pain, even with making the mistakes that I've done with my children, even though making the mistakes I did in marriage, even making the mistakes I've made in business, I have to love every part of myself. I have to love those things. In the midst of loving those things, okay, you're going to start to find healing within yourself. You're going to be able to get to the point of, you know what? I made a mistake, but I can forgive myself. I made a mistake and I can get through these things. Another point is people's opinions are theirs to have. They are not the truth of who you are becoming. People's opinions are theirs to have. They are not the truth of who you are becoming. Listen, one of the biggest things people struggle with is when they have had a pattern. Let's just say everybody thinks you're just a total jerk or you go from relationship to relationship to relationship, or maybe you're, you've been abusive. Maybe you've been an alcoholic. The hardest thing that we have that we struggle getting past is other people's opinions of us as we are developing into somebody new. Most people don't care. An alcoholic doesn't care about people's opinions that they're an alcoholic. They don't. What they care about is when they start to change and give up the alcohol, are people going to really see the change? Are they really going to notice a different person? Are they really just going to be, you know, somebody that's saying something versus somebody that's doing or being something? And that is one of the hardest things that we have to go through when we're going through this journey. Okay. And the last thing is this right here is loving yourself and every version of it along the journey. What I mean by this is right here is when you have setbacks, love yourself. When you repeat a behavior, love yourself. When you move forward, love yourself. When you don't feel like doing anything, love yourself. When nobody else is loving you, love yourself. These tips, these things right here will allow you to get to the place. If you'll speak these, these are affirmations. If you'll speak these things over yourself, if you will walk in these things, if you will recognize these things, you will get to the place of being able to forgive yourself. So I want to read them back from the top for everybody that's listening. I'm not, number one, I'm not my past behavior. How to forgive yourself, recognizing you're not your past behavior. Number two, you do the best you can with the information that you have. Number three, be proud of who you are becoming. I'm proud of who I am becoming. I'm proud of it. Number four, love every part of yourself. Love every part of it. The shame, the guilt, the, the physical looks, the mental, love every part of it. Because if you don't love you, how in the world can you expect somebody else to love you? How? It's going to be a very hard task. Number five, people's opinions are theirs to have. 
They are not the truth of who you are becoming. People's opinions of who uh, that, that's theirs. Let them have it. It's not the truth of who you are. It's not the truth of who you are at that moment. It's not the truth of who you are becoming. And the last one is loving yourself along the journey. Loving yourself along the journey. I love you guys. Please stay tuned for more episodes. Give us a like, a share, a subscribe. Rate us on any of your podcasts. We're on Apple. We're on Google. We're on Spotify. Please share these things if you're watching the videos on Facebook um, as we want to get our message out to everyone. You can reach out to me at Meet Joseph James on Instagram. We want to be able to help you guys. We want to be able to bring the best of the best of the best to you guys any way that we possibly can. I love you guys. Thanks for staying tuned. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Through Pain podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to finding true freedom and breakthrough.